Welcome into Opportunity Detroit. Hi, this is Paul W. Smith. We'll say hi to Casey Must, owner and founder of Citizen Yoga. Charlie Schaefer will be here living the dream with his new store, Grayson, in downtown Detroit. Allison Bedford, owner of Pure Bar, will tell us what she's been up to. And Ange Adamak, the executive director of Arts and Scraps, it's all about Opportunity Detroit. You might recall from our earlier conversation, maybe back in March on Opportunity Detroit, our next guest struggled with her own mental health. Uh, she, she lost her sister. Uh, she's actually the founder of Citizen Yoga, and she began a search for meaning. She was seeking answers and purpose. A lot of us have. Uh, Casey packed up and went to India, however, to spend three years living at a formal academy studying philosophy. And upon returning to Detroit, she started Citizen Yoga back in 2013 with a mission to improve mental health and prevent suicide, offering yoga as a tool for handling the stresses of life as inspired by her sister. Citizen Yoga has four locations now, Royal Oak, Detroit, Bloomfield, and even Cleveland, Ohio. They recently launched a Citizen Yoga app that offers affordable and accessible mental health resources and yoga. Casey is a former TEDx talk speaker, graduate of the Goldman Sachs 10,000 Small Business Program, member of Crane's Detroit 40 Under 40 Class of 2018, and a guest once again on Opportunity Detroit. Casey Must, it is a pleasure to welcome you back to the program. Thank you so much. It's so nice to talk to you again after uh, the end, sort of, of a long journey through COVID. Can you believe when you set out, and with very good intentions and reason, but could you believe how even much more important the ability to handle stress and healthy mental health and all the things that one can handle through yoga how even more important it became after that March conversation as we got deeper and deeper into this pandemic. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the amount of resilience, hopefully, that people have built inside of themselves, whether that's through yoga or mindfulness, any other kind of um, healing modality um, through the pandemic that hopefully it prepared us for <laughs> basically anything now that could happen um, in our world. But yoga really has taken uh, center stage. But something that I realized through the pandemic is that yoga wasn't everything. And that's really what launched us into our next step as a company, which which was to offer um, things beyond yoga to the public, which includes therapy, uh, breath work, mindfulness. But I never really expected to experience something uh, maybe this extreme um, as a business owner. Uh, I felt pretty unprepared and now looking back, very grateful that I had a team around me and a community around me to support um, our efforts to survive. You know, it's, it's interesting because you accentuate the inner work that many of mm-hmm. us don't take time to think about. We don't take time mm-hmm. to think about mindfulness or being in the moment or any of the other things that some might think are catchphrases but are truly identifiers of where we need to be to have good mental health. And your instructors, 
frankly, at Citizen Yoga, are in many cases you also have uh, rather than just instructors, wellness practitioners. Mm-hmm. Tell me mm-hmm. about that. Well, you know, at at our studio, it's interesting because from the outside, yoga really looks like exercise, which is really why people come for the most part. Like that's your first step, but there's so much more depth in the practice itself. Every single way that you practice yoga, um, every pose offers a set of conditions and a set of conditions that offers you as a practitioner, a way to look at yourself more deeply. Now that's not obvious when you first come, you just sort of struggle through each pose you know, your muscles are shaking, you're not quite sure what you're doing. But over time and over repetition, there's an insight that people gain about um, something that's more subtle than just their muscles and their joints. And that's why um, I would say our teachers particularly are more wellness practitioners because they're more well-rounded. But we also have um, now on staff in some ways, a therapy company called Blend Health, and they do a lot on our on-demand platform talking about um, sleep habits, what is anxiety, what is depression, all the different forms of therapy, because I think people uh, put therapy under an umbrella. And therapy really, there are all different modalities that can help different types of people, even something like life coaching, which is more performance-oriented versus, um, you know, inner child work. And then we also have people... Um, like our acupuncturist and massage therapist. So trying to really address the whole person rather than just, you know, what you look like physically, which, you know, all is important. Casey Must is owner and founder of Citizen Yoga. You can find out more at citizenyogastudio.com, citizenyogastudio.com. Spending three years living uh, as you did in India, how different is yoga in India uh, than it is here in the United States. Well, um, I heard a little, you know, almost a little giggle yeah. there. It's very different. I would say, uh, you know, when I moved to India, I moved to study philosophy, which I teach philosophy twice a week. Um, I think of philosophy as modern day psychology. Um, so it's really helpful to learn about yourself, just like you would read an owner's manual of a tool that you own in your house. You need to read the owner's manual of yourself. And that's really um, hopefully how people start to approach philosophy because it's so helpful. I didn't really go there to learn yoga. I had been practicing yoga since I was 10. But it's much slower, um, much, much slower. And I actually started leading the yoga program there because it wasn't as um, important. So yoga, where I studied we did it for 30 minutes in, in our Western society, we practice yoga for an hour, if not 90 minutes, sometimes two hours, um, you can push three hours, but it's really, there's an emphasis on more the internal work and less the physical body. And they need sometimes, I would say at the Academy I studied, they needed more emphasis on the physical in the West. We need more emphasis on what's happening internally and less focus on what our body looks like or the outcome pose of what we're trying to achieve. So there, it's two different contexts for the same practice. One is a little bit slower and you need more physical work. One's too much emphasis on a physical body and more emphasis on what is internal for people.
So in the minute and a half we have left, Casey, uh, with everyone responding and reacting to what we've all gone through for almost a year now with the virus, uh, people have their own ways of dealing with it, but a lot of people still feel stressed, maybe even panicked. And yeah. mental, mental health can't be emphasized enough right now. Mm. Explain uh, simply what yoga can do for everyone. Well, so we launched an app. Um, you can go to the app store. We have our on-demand platform. And one of the things that I realized during the pandemic is, especially because so many people lost their jobs um, and felt financially strained, is that our on-demand platform, it's $18 a month, seven-day free trial, we made yoga accessible. Um, you can you can start anywhere. And, and one of the reasons that yoga is so important and, and at the forefront is because it's a combination practice. It's physical, it's breath work, and you're looking at your mind. And so it, it can be helpful to anyone. I would say the biggest mental barrier that people have to get over is that they're not flexible enough um, to, to practice yoga, which it really has nothing to do with an ideal flexibility. It really just has to do with a willingness for you to try to see yourself differently, um, to withstand and put yourself in uncomfortable situations so that you learn how to um, function more readily from a nervous system perspective in those kinds of situations outside of a yoga practice. So I would say that yoga particularly um, is it's so important to people, but it's more than just that, which is why we created our on-demand platform. It's yoga. It's potentially therapy for people. It's also breath work. And the combination of all of these things together can take care of any of that stress or panic um, that people feel because we're addressing the nervous system, not just the body. Go to the App Store, look for Citizen Yoga, search for Citizen Yoga. Realize that we're not talking about and there's nothing wrong with exercise classes, but this is not just an Correct. exercise class uh, or a place to lose yourself. This is really a place to truly be in touch with yourself. CitizenYogaStudio.com, CitizenYogaStudio.com, the owner and founder of Citizen Yoga, Casey Must. Always a pleasure. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much. As we continue on Opportunity Detroit. You know, we've had conversations over the years with sharp people, very sharp people. We've been very lucky. And uh, one of those sharp people, I remember very clearly the conversation. I don't remember exactly when it was, but Charlie Schaefer, when I saw he was on the show, I said, wait, we know Charlie. We've talked to Charlie. He's the founder of Grace and Clothiers. And what I remember was that he worked with Ralph Lauren for a number of years. And Ralph Lauren took a liking to him because of this young man's talent. And when this young man wanted to break off and do what he always dreamed of doing, having his own Grayson Clothiers, Ralph Lauren didn't say, hey, what are you doing? You can't leave me or don't go into competition with me. Ralph Lauren put his armor on him and said, good for you, my boy, and gave him his blessing. I remember that. Am I misremembering this, Charlie Schaefer? Is that true? It's totally accurate. He is... Um to this day still one of the most important people in my life and, and someone who I just look up to and um, just kind of want to be like every day. He's a kind and, and wonderful person who, you know, puts the individual first. And, and for all those reasons, I just I love him best. So. 
Well, let me tell you the impact you've had on the other end of the spectrum. We already know uh, the, the fabulous Ralph Lauren and don't have to say anything more than that. But how about since you really have your passions of sport and design and is centered around golf, let me tell you what a golfer knows. A golfer very close to me, my son, uh, he's a professional golfer, Jamie Geisinger. He's in Orlando grinding it out on the circuit. I hope one day everybody knows that name, and, and I think they will. But when I said last night to him, do you know Do you know Charlie Schaefer? Do you know Grayson Clothiers? His immediate enthusiastic reaction was, I do not, but would love to get connected with him. So, I mean, this is a guy who wears your clothing for his job, for his yeah. profession. I can't think of a higher compliment. I can't either. Um, congratulations to you, by the way. That's really cool that your son's getting into that. It's uh, it's quite a journey, but but so so amazing on so many levels. Yeah, he no, didn't. I, he did not get any of his golf skills from me. He may have gotten <laughs> some. He may have gotten some from his uh, biological father, James Geisinger, the stock maven. But I, I don't do well with golf. But I'm in awe of him playing golf, and uh, and the fact that there there really is a difference in the clothing that. Uh, a serious golfer wears on the golf course. And now, happy to say that uh, Grayson Clothiers is expanding or has expanded with a new location on our uh, Woodward Avenue, downtown Detroit. Yeah, that's exactly right, Paul. So we we had moved in, fortunately, with our partners at Bedrock and our partners at Quicken Loans, vis-a-vis the RMC, into a spot, uh, 1500 Woodward, which was an amazing spot, but a spot that I think was always meant to be temporary, and um, I can take myself back to 10 years ago when I was coming to the city and visiting my sister uh, with Seven Greens, and obviously the city in a lot different spot 10 years ago than it is today, uh, minus COVID, and and I just remember walking by um, 1500 Woodward Avenue and the John Barbados store, obviously, um, former Ralph Lauren guy as well, ironically, and just being in awe of that space and saying to myself at that point while working at Ralph Lauren, well, this this would be the uh, this would be the dream. This would be the goal in terms of retail, in terms of Detroit, in terms of building the community, coming back home in so many different ways. And and now I'm sitting here now talking to you, which is so special in so many ways. Um, and we will be opening that store in the next couple of weeks. So um, feeling incredibly fortunate. Well, I love your drive. I love your philosophy and the fact that you are actually in a sense, living the life of a dream come true, to walk by that location and say, one day would I ever love to have something like that. And now, Charlie Schaefer, you do. You're about to, in, uh, I guess we'd have to say mid-February, there at Bedrocks and uh, Quicken Loans, 1500 Woodward Avenue, downtown Detroit. Explain to our WTR listeners what they're going to find at the new Grace and Clothiers. Yeah, so I, I think that um, in the world of retail, you know, we've obviously gotten to a spot where it's become a little stale, honestly. And I think that in anything in life moving forward, I think there needs to be dimension. And, you know, the word experiences is a little overused, in my opinion. But um, thinking of that, and so how do we create a space that brings a number of people in? And, and so by that, is it an event space? Is it a space where we can collaborate with other companies in Detroit, bring them into our fold so we can help expose them to the community as well? Is it a space where when we bring the RMC back into town, where all of our tour pros can be there? Um, is it a space where we can be hiring people from Detroit to help them grow? Um, is it our platform to help 
grow in general in Detroit with potentially an office and a variety of other things. And so for me, I got to ask the question, what do I expect, right? I don't expect anything. Um, I will always dream, and I have so many big dreams around how dimensionally we can build this space and create um, a, a cooler spot in Detroit for people to come. Um, so for me, again, this space will become sort of this multitude of um, emotions and in, in speaking to all the culture, lifestyle, and community that we believe in. I, I note that uh, I, I remember now it was, I think, when you initially opened in Detroit as a pop-up in the spring of 2019. I'm, I'm thinking that that was in conjunction with the inaugural Rocket Mortgage Classic that we first spoke to you, first met you, if you will. And, yeah. I, and yeah. I think, I believe that that association now is is going into its third consecutive year as the apparel partner of the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Yeah, I know it is. And, and again, something where you look back and you ask yourself, how did this how did this happen and how are we here in so many thankful ways? And I don't know. I, I can't speak highly enough of the people at RMC. I can't speak highly enough of the people at Bedrock and Quicken and the team that Mr. Gilbert has assembled. Uh, they've just been so good to us. And as a company who is really small and coming in and, and sort of um, playing out of our weight class, if you will, um, the first year, they took a chance on us, and I think they saw the passion, the emotion, and the drive that we had as well. And so fortunately that's flourished into something really special. Um, and as we grow, there will be so many um, very special events and activations at the at the tournament that um, people will just get really excited about and bring a little more value to that event, Andy Troy, for that matter. Let me tell you something, Mr. Schaefer. <laughs> These people over there at Bedrock, Quicken Loans, the whole Dan Gilbert team, or as you say, Mr. Gilbert, um, Mr. Schaefer, they are not stupid people. They are smart people. They don't bet on losers. They bet on winners. You have earned this position through hard, smart work and following your dreams. That's why it's happening, my friend. If you wonder, pinch yourself, Charlie. You're where you're supposed to be, and this is just part of where you're going to end up, my friend. Well, you're the coolest, and you've been really cool to me, so I can't thank you enough. And, and so thank you for saying that as well. It means a lot. Charlie Schaefer, founder of Grayson Clothiers. Look for his shop to open. You'll call me and let me know when you're open there at 1500 Woodward Avenue, downtown Detroit. And when Jamie's around town, I'm going to bring him over to see you, and uh, I'll, I'll fulfill two dreams. Thank we'll get you. them all geared out. Make, make, them look, make them look Grayson. I appreciate you, Paul W. Thank you so much. Well, I appreciate you, Charlie Schaefer, founder of Grayson Clothiers on Opportunity Detroit. As we continue on Opportunity Detroit, to looking out for you, taking care of you, uh, our next guest has an exercise physiology degree from CMU and discovered Pure Bar back in 2004, where the founder of Pure Bar, Carrie Dorr, had her first studio in Birmingham, Michigan. Allison went on to open and own Pure Bar Studios in Saginaw, Midland, Okemos, Brighton, and Novi, and currently owns... Uh, Pure Bar Birmingham, Troy, and Pure Bar Detroit. She has a, really was a master trainer for many years, also the director of operations, head of franchising for the company, before really putting her focus on opening more studios in Michigan. And her dream was to always bring Pure Bar right into the heart of Detroit. And she's doing that as a mother of three, as she says, awesome kids, 
Matilda, Penelope, and Teddy. And uh, and it's nice to have you with us as the owner of Pure Bar. Allison Bedford, welcome to Opportunity Detroit. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. It, it, Pure Bar, from what I just said, has been around a while. What's new with Pure Bar? So we have had our, our normal classes, which it's known for, which we, now, we, we call Pure Bar Classics. So that's the class that we started with, your basic bar-based uh, technique, low-impact, musically driven. Um, we, in the last two years, came up with a cardio version, and that class is, is called Empower. It's a 45-minute class, more cardio-driven. And our newest development was just in the last year, that class is called Reform. And that is a Pilates-based uh, class. We use resistance tubing, and we use sliders. And it's all more of a Pilates base. It's called Reform um, because there's Pilates equipment called a Reformer. So with this, you don't have to you don't have to have you know the four thousand dollar equipment. You do this in a in a group class setting. Um, so that would that's the newest one is Reform. And next to that is a new class we're offering for our new clients, which is called Foundations. So Foundations takes it breaks it down for you know newbies to build confidence and get familiar with the technique. So reform and foundations are our newest uh, developments with the company. So, so Pure Bar is featuring basically four group class formats that deliver uh, an effective total body workout focused on low-impact, high-intensity movements, movements that lift and tone muscles, improve strength, agility, and flexibility for every body. And I would think... It's extremely important for those of us who have been kind of locked up in our homes for months. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I feel like we all need this more than ever, um, you know, as far as even the mental piece of this, right? And, and also just the getting out of your house, getting moving. Um, and that's what so many of our clients, you know, coming back, even though, you know, we did go fully virtual when we had to shut down. But um, just getting them back in the studio again, you know, shut. And we always say, you know, shut the world off for 50 minutes with us. Um, so the stress relief, um, you know, the overall stretching that we do for all the tension that everyone's been feeling. So, yeah, I think people need this more than ever right now to be active and be moving. We know where to find you online. That's purebar.com, pure, B-A-R-R-E dot com. Uh, but where do we find you now as we're getting back out there slowly but surely and carefully? Where do we find your actual locations? Yeah, so we are right downtown Detroit. We're right on Griswold, 1414 Griswold. We're right behind uh, Woodward. So great location, easy parking, downtown Detroit. We also have a location in Troy, and that is right on Maple and Coolidge, 2885 West Maple is our second location. Um, but the easiest way is social media, you know, so going to Facebook, going to Instagram, follow us on our social media pages, see all the cool stuff we have going on, you know, getting into a, a free class to try us out or a free week. Um, so I would say so, social media too, Facebook, Instagram, you'll find us there also. Excellent. And and you build strength, you build flexibility in a safe, low-impact manner through controlled, purposeful movements. I would, I would think that means that that just about anybody can avail themselves to what Pure Bar is offering. You, you do not have to walk in there already as an accomplished uh, exercise person. 
Yeah, no, you got it. So, and I think that's the, that's the piece with any new workout, you know, that you do is it's intimidating, right? To try something new. Sometimes people feel like, oh, I have to get in shape to go to this class. And so I think it's just getting in the door, trying the class, knowing that you can be at any fitness level. You know, we have new moms. We have people that haven't worked out in 20 years that are, you know, putting themselves first and getting back into working out. Um, and then we have, you know, marathon runners and triathletes. So it's any fitness level, you'll be challenged. Um, our teachers are very well trained. So in a group class of maximum 12 people, we have all fitness levels. And uh, that's the best part. You work at your own pace. And once you get in and, and you try it, you know, and, and you realize how great it is for you, get over that intimidation, you know, part of the first class, um, people, you know, fall in love with it. And it's also just a really awesome community. Um, we're all about empowering each other. So it's a really great community, good vibes, great energy, um, you know, full of friendships that, you know, we build um, too. And we do a lot of really cool stuff in the community also to just stay engaged with all the local businesses uh, too. So you become, you become a part of that as well. Allison Bedford with us, owner of Pure Bar. And what I've picked up, Allison, is that in your small group bar class setting, as you introduce people to the basic movements of Pure Bar, that that people say that their confidence grows, that you actually help people build their confidence. Yes, no, that, that's true. I mean, we, we talk about, you know, things that inside the studio that you, you know, also apply outside, right? So it's building confidence from, from the inside out. And um, that's what we're so big on. And I always say it's so much more than a workout, um, you know, giving yourself that, that time, that 50 minutes. And a lot of the things that we talk about in class, you know, saying you're so much stronger than you think, or you can do anything you put your mind to, right? So it's really empowering people um, from the inside out. And sometimes, you know, people haven't given themselves, you know, time, right? We get busy, we're in our jobs, we have kids, your careers take over. So when you kind of put yourself first and you start feeling really great, um, you know, from the inside, it just shines through with everything um, that we do. So we hear that a lot, you know, just people feeling so much more confident, um, you know, because you're feeling physically stronger, but you're also mentally stronger, too. What safety measures do you have in place? That seems to be uh, one of the questions that we have to ask these days. Yeah, for sure. So um, we have, it's a commercial-grade air purifier that's constantly running inside the studio. Uh, We also use vital oxide, you know, on all of the equipment and in the air, spraying in between every class and sanitizing the flooring. And then everyone is required to wear masks. Uh, through the workout and then we also require six feet of space in our in our studio so where we used to have 25 people in a class now we're doing 12 people just to make sure that everyone can adhere to that six you know feet of of social distancing Mm -hmm. and then math are required the whole time so yeah very safe Good for you. Anything before we let you go? Uh, extra special, extra exciting that uh, that our opportunity Detroit listeners can get a sneak peek on for twenty twenty one. Yeah, so we're going to be rolling out a new class. It's going to be a stretch class uh, that's going to be rolling out here in March or April. 
We're super excited about that. Uh, we also are, are honoring right now a free week of classes to anybody who wants to take advantage of that. You can email us at Detroit at purebar.com. And we're happy to give you give whoever is interested in just trying it a free week and a free foundations class too for the rest of the month of February. Well, that is a good deal. That's nice. So Detroit yeah. at Detroit at Pure Bar Pure Bar P U R E B A R R E dot com. I'm sorry. What were you saying? You got it. Yeah, you got it. Okay, a free week of uh, of some really good health and good training. Detroit at purebar.com. You can go to purebar.com for more information. And uh, I think we've covered it all. Anything else, Allison? No, thank you so much for having us. You know, we're just so happy we survived the shutdown of, you know, so many months with our strong community that was there for us, you know, supporting us virtually. So we do have virtual memberships, too, for those, you know, new clients that aren't ready to get into the studio. And they can email us about that, too, and we can get them all set. Excellent. We're happy that you. We're happy that you survived as well. Yes, yes. Thank you so much for having us. Our pleasure, Allison Bedford, owner of Pure Bar. As we continue on Opportunity Detroit. Ange Adamak has worked with kids since she was one. Ange is passionate about education equity, has worked toward it through her entire career. After receiving a Bachelor of Arts in Creative Writing from Ohio Northern University and an Associate Business Degree, Macomb Community College, and began her career in the United Methodist Church, working toward empowerment of youth and young adult leadership and voices, Ange is passionate about the city of Detroit and its children. So in 2013, she switched career paths to working in nonprofits in Detroit. And after working with several nonprofits as a teaching artist or administrator, Ange landed at Arts and Scraps. And over the last seven years with Arts and Scraps, she's worked as an instructor, a warehouse assistant, and manager, associate director, and is now the executive director. In each of these roles, she brought both her creative and business skills to the table, constructing productive, and efficient systems that increased connection and relationship, as well as earned and unearned revenue. This work is part of the Arts and Scraps team has helped the organization reach its mission in deeper and wider ways, and lives, works, creates, and plays in the city of Detroit. The executive director of Arts and Scraps, Ange Adamak. Nice to have you back on Opportunity Detroit, Ange. Yeah, thanks for having me. Well, it's our pleasure. Lots happened since we were last on. The whole pandemic has happened. <laughs> Bring me, uh, and is still happening, unfortunately. Bring me up to speed with Arts and Scraps. In fact, for that matter, for people who didn't hear you on the basically the beginning of last year, and the beginning of the pandemic, tell them what Arts and Scraps is all about. Sure. So Arts and Scraps uses uh, recycled materials to help empower the community and also uses it to teach science, technology, engineering, and math uh, to students across Detroit and Metro Detroit. Um, And through the pandemic, (laughs) we have not been able to work with as many students as usual. Usually we work with about 100,000 students a year, 
Um, but uh, we had to shut down our programs last March, and so we've been finding new and different ways to continue to serve the community throughout the pandemic. Well, you would think about this uh, to our, our WJR listeners to Opportunity Detroit. We're talking about arts and scraps, uh, which has always, using those recycled industrial scraps to help people of all ages and abilities think, create, and learn, it's really been a hands-on learning and creative experience. And for these last several months, that's not been possible. Correct. Yes. Um, We did find eventually (laughs) in about August some ways to do programs um, over virtual uh, settings, but the challenge has been getting the materials to the students. So we actually ended up relying on a program that we started back in March Um, our creative supply kits in order to continue to serve students and and meet with them uh, virtually and and continue to do that that education it's been uh it's been a real journey (laughs) oh i i and i'll add to that uh, you could have placed a challenge uh it's been (laughs) it's been a real journey but it's been a real challenge and uh, people can relate to that Ange, because We've all faced uh, some pretty challenging circumstances and, and situations. However, you are continuing to do your work, and you're continuing to do great things for the community. Tell us a little bit about that. So, yeah. So back in March, we started the Creative Supply Kit program where we created bags of supplies that could go out to students across the city of Detroit. We partnered with uh, Mint Artist Guild and Brilliant Detroit in order to distribute those bags out into the community all over Detroit um, through the brilliant Detroit houses. And uh, through that program, we've been able to give out over 5,000 bags of material to students all over the city. And because those bags were distributed, we decided we should probably have some programming to go with it. So um, in August, we did um, the Steam Camp in a Bag (laughs) um, program. We actually partnered with five other small organizations and uh, did virtual classes every day of the week um, for two months um, so that students could have uh, interesting and fun hands-on activities to uh, go along with their bags of materials. Um, And then back at home at our community store, Um, we've had very limited shopping, um, and curbside pickup and things like that. Just doing our best to keep our staff in the community safe while still being able to get resources out into the community. And, uh, one of the things that we realized is that, you know, we usually get calls asking for free materials, maybe 10 times a year. And we started getting calls maybe 10 times a week. (laughs) So, uh, we actually, fundraised in um, December for a to create a scholarship for our community store um, so that organizations and artists and teachers could apply to come and get materials for free from our store. And we've already given out, uh, I think, the first five scholarships, um, and we have enough for 250 organizations, teachers, artists, um, whoever's in need of, of materials. So, wow. um, yeah, it's, it's been, we've really just been trying to listen to the community, react to those needs and, uh, and ha- make that impact happen for folks. So what would you say, Ange, how could people who want to help arts and scraps, uh, what can they do now as we slowly, but surely, 
transition, I hope, into a more normal time. Sure. I, I think the way that we're thinking about it is really as a kind of a hybrid world for the next six or who knows how long months. Um, and so we're going to continue to need funding, honestly. Um, we, we have enough for 250 uh, organizations in that scholarship fund, but really we'd love to have 500. You know, we've continued to give out creative supply kits, but as COVID has continued, um, you know, that funding has had to dry up or move other places or things like that, and the need is still there. And so um, going to artsandscraps.org and finding our donation page uh, is the most helpful way, honestly, to help us continue to impact the community um, while we go through what we're thinking is going to be kind of a, a hybrid world. I like that. I hadn't heard it quite put that way, but uh, it is going to be, uh, I mean, nobody knows for sure, but it is going to be uh, certainly different and it's going to take a long time. And so yeah. a hybrid world makes some good sense and uh, you can get more information and you can contribute and help in a variety of ways by going online at artsandscraps.org, artsandscraps.org. And what are you, what are you looking forward to the most? Uh, for 2021, besides being able to actually have a regular year? Sure. I think uh, what we're kind of thinking about this summer is uh, being outside and finding ways to be with people. And, you know, people are so in need of community, are so in need of being with others, even socially distanced. And so we are um, looking forward to partnering with some other nonprofits to put together some hybrid programs that are out in our parking lot or out in a park. Um, to make sure that people can be safe, um, but also find ways to connect with each other um, and, cre- and create themselves or enjoy good art, um, whatever that ends up looking like. But those are the kinds of things we're working towards um, doing for this year. Um, and, and the other pieces, we're honestly uh, looking forward to uh, expanding our virtual programs. Um, we're probably about a month out from announcing our virtual programs um, completely opening up. And uh, we've found some really cool ways uh, to make them even more engaging. And uh, we're, we're excited to be able to work with students again. We m- really miss working with students. I'm sure. Um, so we're looking forward to that as well. All right. Using recycled industrial scraps to help people of all ages and abilities think, create, and learn – More information at artsandscraps.org, artsandscraps.org. The executive director, Ange Adamak. Thanks so much, Ange, for being with us. Thank you. That's it for today. Thanks to all of our guests, Casey Must, uh, Ange, uh, Allison Bedford, uh, Charlie Schaefer of Grayson. We had it all, and we hope you'll join us Monday through Friday in the mornings from 5.30 to 9 at 760 WJR. Until next time on Opportunity Detroit, regards, Paul W. Smith.